0: This is the Ship Show, and you're gonna know why it's called that when I introduce your host, Lex Infinley.
1: Alright, welcome to the Ship Show, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Before we get going, if you're not subscribed to the show, click the subscribe button on your phone or your computer, wherever you're listening. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. I think we're up on Stitcher. Maybe, maybe not. I'll talk to Matt Browning if we're not. If you have any comments, questions, um, or you just want to say hey, you can email us at shipshowatcallygolf.com or call us at 760-804-4653. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Lex and Finley in the studio. We have... An A fifteen episode again today. Another one of our uh, big fans, Mister Robert Scott Bruniel, No, to my left. If Cliffhanger. You're Cliffhanger. Oh, is it TT? Is it TT?
2: Uh, something like that. Man with a lot of Cliffhanger. names. Yeah. He. Yeah. He said. He I also... just call him Scott. <laughs>
1: yeah. Me too. And then I was like, Oh wait, maybe it's Robert. But anyways. Um. But before we get to that, we had a win this weekend, which we're always. <clears throat> happy to talk about our wins with our staffers because that's a big deal
2: yeah so another win on the european tour with stephen brown he has a great bag mm-hmm. for us he sure does epic flash sub-zero driver epic flash fairway wood epic flash hybrid i There's know a lot of consistency with his flash, woods flash there.
1: flash 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 some x-forged irons mm-hmm. mac
2: daddy wedges and, and an of Odyssey course, putter, the number, number one seven. in golf. Yes. Yeah. It's another win for, for Odyssey. So yeah. continues our kind of string of uh, domination mm-hmm. uh, on tour across, you know, just about all the categories. So it's been, it's been a great year for us on tour and, you know, really kind of all around the world.
1: Yeah, it really has. Um, so congratulations, Stephen. If you want to know what's in his bag, check out CallawayGolf.com. Um, and now for the reason that we're here today. We have, we just did an interview with um, Cliff Hanger from THP and the granddaddy last year. He has a really special story that he's gonna share with us um, on the other side of this break. Stay tuned.
0: Once in a great while, an idea comes along that helps golfers make fundamental improvements to their putting. Stroke Lab is one of those ideas. Stroke Lab's unique weighting scheme promotes distinct changes to your stroke. Your rhythm becomes smoother, tempo improves, and the head swings on a truer path. Tests show every key part of the stroke becomes more consistent, helping you square the face at impact more often. In a game of inches, that's a really big deal. Now, Odyssey offers two Stroke Lab lines. Stroke Lab Silver with six familiar shapes and the popular white hot micro hinge insert. And Stroke Lab Black with the new white hot micro hinge star insert with a slightly firmer feel and brighter sound. New models include two super high MOI shapes, number 10 and bird of prey. Weight is shifted from the head center to its perimeter to create radically high MOI measurements compared to similarly shaped putters. The result is extraordinary performance on mishits to help you keep putts online and get the ball to the hole. Number 10 features our MOI magnification core, which is made of an exceptionally lightweight polymer commonly used in the aerospace industry. The core allows Odyssey engineers to shift significant weight to the perimeter to dramatically increase MOI, making number 10 far more stable on miss hits than any others like it. Tour Pros are already gravitating to number 10 and excelling with it. Hundreds of Tour Pros around the world have already put Stroke Lab putters in play. Try Stroke Lab and see how many more putts you'll miss.
1: Welcome back to The Ship Show, special A15 episode on this Tuesday. Uh, Lex and Finley in studio, this next A15-er that we have on the show. um, He's a member of THP and played in the Granddaddy last year. He's a pretty recent A15 um, member of ours. And fun fact, both he and Finley miss important days with their wives once a year to go play golf welcome <laughs> In face. good thing she doesn't listen to this <laughs> welcome Scott Runeel aka Cliffhanger hello
2: aka Robert Hello, A. hello. A. Robert
1: <laughs> which would yeah, you prefer I have Scott, many Robert? Names. yeah <laughs> you and Shane uh,
3: uh, yeah Scott is usually it's my middle name of what I go by I always know it's important if someone calls and asks for Robert so <laughs> oh,
2: so. <laughs> so when the IRS calls they're going Robert and you're out
3: yeah, yeah, I'll say, okay, this is important.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, cool. Um, thanks for calling in today. You just got done playing a round of golf, which Finley and I have both expressed our envy um, over your, we we're recording on this on Monday, over your Monday morning activities versus ours. Although, this is a pretty good, yeah. a pretty good part of our Monday.
3: Yeah, I can't complain. Thank you guys for having me.
1: Of course. Um, so before we start talking about, like, your golf journey, why don't you tell everybody what you do on a day-to-day basis?
3: Okay. So um, I was a recruiter. Um, I'm actually – I accepted a new job. Um, I did some recruiting. um a submarine tour for the Navy um, and then just got off of active duty about a year ago, transitioned into civilian recruiting um, in the Reserves. Um, but I actually just accepted a new position with uh, Y-12 uh, nuclear power plant in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, as a technical procedure writer. Um, so basically what I'll do is interface with the engineers and the workers and revise maintenance and operating procedures to make them safe and more efficient.
2: Wow. wow. <laughs> Lex, you know, that we, uh, we like to think we, we're kind of a big deal around here.
1: Not that big of a
2: deal. No. no. We're like we're just trying to sling some golf balls and golf clubs we sell and
3: luxury items. Yeah. Let's be real. You guys are living the dream right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, tell me tell me a little bit about you and, you know, obviously, we'll get into here in a little bit the kind of granddaddy piece and and certainly the the story uh family story mm-hmm. for that uh as we get into this, but talk a little bit about uh and I'm guessing they're intertwined here, but Talk to me a little bit about, you know, your, your journey into golf and take, you know, Callaway out of it for a moment. But, you know, when did you start playing the game? How did it become a part of your life and, and all those things?
3: So, yeah, um, so I was 10 years old when I started playing. Um, so my grandparents pretty much raised me. Um, and my grandfather, he always played growing up, um, and he thought it would be good for me. Um, so we went to – I remember it vividly. We went to Walmart, bought a box set of clubs, um, and he took me to the driving range um, at one of our home courses. Um, I grew up in uh, Crossville, Tennessee, which is the golf capital Tennessee. There was 11 courses um, in the county golf when I was growing up. capital of Tennessee.
1: <laughs> I've never heard any city referred to yeah. as a golf capital. Wow.
3: Um, yeah, and it so I was kind of spoiled growing up on my um, – ability to find good courses around here um so yeah he took me to the range um and then uh you know I just fell in love with it um I had two range sessions with him and then uh he bought me uh, a couple of lessons uh with one of the local pros I took a couple lessons and I tried out for um the junior high team and made it uh I yeah, how I was. I didn't know how, but I, <laughs> um, so I made it, um, and you know, I fell in love with the sport ever since then. And I think part of it is because no matter how much you do, how much you practice, it's always different, and you can always improve. Um, so I played junior high golf. Um, I went to play for high school, and I choked every time trying out for the for the team. So um, I kind of put that one in the bag and just played for fun. Um, And then uh, my first job was doing maintenance um, at a course here in Fairfield Glade called Stonehenge. Um, At the time, it was the number one public course in the state of Tennessee. Um, So I did maintenance there for my first job. Um, Free golf, of course, came along with it. So I played plenty of that. Um, And, you know, went through college. I played in college. Um, and you know, met a lot of my fraternity brothers, like you said, I also miss i 'm um, good for a few more years, um, but I normally miss um, my wife 's birthday due to the fact that um, our alumni golf tournament falls on her birthday weekend every year. <laughs> um, so she she 's pretty much accepted that, and we usually uh, work work around it and make birthday plans around it because she knows that how much it means to me.
2: Well, that that's incredible, and yeah. you know, it's it's great to hear kind of the the way Lex everybody gets into the game, and mm-hmm. you know how their connection was, whether it's family or you know whatever it, it may be, friends, and and you know family and friends, in, in my case, but you know to, to see that and then. Kind of how that shapes your life, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where you are missing your wife's birthday for a golf event, right? Yeah. And, and if if he hadn't <laughs> gone to the range with his grandfather, like how that mm-hmm. how that would change. Yeah. So let let's talk a little bit now about about Callaway and kind of how you became such a big fan of of Callaway and kind of the if you if you want to call it this, the relationship with <laughs> with Callaway got started. Um, and, and how that all went down
3: yeah so um when i was a teenager um my grandfather he purchased me my first um callaway club it was a used um steelhead three wood um Good club. i wish i would never got, never gotten <laughs> rid of it I, I don't have it but i missed that club yeah um and uh i had a guy that i worked with on the course Um, for my first job had it and he had reshafted it and he was like, Hey, do you know anybody that wants to buy this? And I was like, well, you know, I just work here. I don't know that I can afford it. And, um, so he's like, "Well, go try it out, you know, see if you like it. And I fell in love with it immediately. Um, and my grandfather's like, do you want it? And I was like, absolutely. So he bought it for me. Um, uh, that was my first Callaway club. And then while I was in college, um, I was er, on my internship uh, and I was surfing uh, eBay, which I probably shouldn't have been doing at work.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: um, I think we all did that at our rem- college internships.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember um, growing up. Some of us and, didn't. Um, sorry,
2: <laughs> some of us didn't have eBay during college.
3: <laughs> Lex, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're aging um, yourself. I remember. That's telling your age there, Finley. I thought you were about 35,
2: right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have been for the last number of years as well. <laughs> um, but I remember growing up
3: and uh, some of the kids um, having the biggest big Bertha, um, and I always wanted that, and I found it on eBay for a decent price, so I purchased that. And up until about five years ago, that's the driver I was gaming.
2: Wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs>
3: yep uh and then uh that, you know what's really sad about for-
2: that what that that was like the second driver that i had when i after i had been at here. callaway yeah so like i love that thing i could get that thing a mile <laughs> long tells All you right. how long <laughs> that's been <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. wow. um carry and on then, <laughs> you know i kind of I kind of, uh, you know, during sea duty or in the Navy, I really didn't have a lot of time to play golf. Um, so kind of golf kind of fell by the wayside. Um, and then uh, once I went to shore duty, I was stationed in Arkansas. That's when I really started getting back in, big into golf. I joined THP. Um, one of my buddies, actually a fraternity brother of mine that's also a, a forum member, um, illiterate, um, he's a really good, good friend of mine. And he had told me about the, the – the website and the forum and you know i started getting into it and then um i ended up buying a set of steelhead xrs um i had a a different set of irons i won't name the brand um but i went to a uh a driving range because they were having a demo day and i hit them and i was hitting them like a club longer than my other irons and i was like Those were good this irons. is simple <laughs> yeah so I bought those, and, and that's what I was gaming. Um, and then I bought a, a Callaway three wood Steelhead XR right after that. Um, and I was gaming. That's the Callaway stuff that I had in my bag um, up until you know the the Granddaddy.
2: So let's let's talk about that for a minute mm-hmm. now that we're we're there. <laughs> um, talk first a little bit about the Granddaddy, kind of how you found out about it and what how that all went down. And just a side note here: Isn't Illiterate the one that was also featured in the video with uh, Mr. Yes. Eight Six himself? Okay, just wanted to make sure I got all the players yep, right. Yep, here, yep, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Lex, le- I, Lex is looking at me like I, she wants to know more. Well, so I
1: want to know a little more because I so I just ventured into THP last year, following the yep. well the last couple of years when I follow the Granddaddy when you guys go and. I don't know that much about it
2: well yeah so the the history here is two years ago i think it was um probably about this time before the granddaddy there was uh illiterate and uh i'll call him mr eight and six just okay for he has another name but we'll call him that he will appreciate that when he hears it and they did this this little video Uh and um they might have taken lots of shots at me oh yes and um let's just say that it didn't work out so well for my man (laughs) is that fair oh that's very fair so we'll have to go back we'll get you to watch (laughs) it Lex.
1: all right all right
2: um but so so go into a little bit kind of how you found out about Mm -hmm. the granddaddy and then let's talk a little bit about that period for you and, you know, certainly we, we were big fans of the granddaddy around here. <laughs> um, but kind of what, what that time, you know, what you were going through and kind of how that all worked together.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, you um, know, I found out about the granddaddy um, probably two years prior to me being selected through the forum. Um, Illiterate had, you know, kind of alluded to it. Um, so I started doing more research on the forum into it, um, learning about it. And I was like, man, th- this is like unreal. I-, I don't understand how this happens. Um, so, you know, kind of fast forward, um, to last, last year, um, I was selected, I believe it was September timeframe. Um, I was, I think I was the number 10 slot. Um, it was either 10 or 11. And the contest that I had to watch, there was a commercial um, that was a little bit about there was some banner in it, um, and basically I had to do a write-up on what I thought Callaway meant, was, meant as a brand. Um, and I know it came down to uh, myself and one other person uh, is what I was told, and then you know, I was selected for, for the, the granddaddy. And I remember um, I had just moved home from active duty probably three months prior to that. Um, and I was sitting in my office, I was working for a staffing firm at the time, and my phone went off and I had a message from JB. And I'm like, why would JB be sending me a message, you know, in the middle of the day? Um, and I read the message and it told me to um, open my, check the forum, open my phone and record my reaction. And I was like, <laughs> what in the world?
1: Such <laughs> a <laughs> typical media. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and immediately I stood up, and I, I was like, no freaking way. Um, and I started shouting, and I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And everybody at work, you know, I had some other words that probably aren't the best to say on the radio or <laughs> um, in person. But my coworkers were like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing is wrong. I was like, I just won the trip of a lifetime. Um, so, you know, and kind of that's so that's how I found out. Um, and kind of fast forward, um, the family, you know, what I was going through. Um, so my grandfather, um, was on dialysis for the last year of his, um, life and about two weeks before, exactly two weeks before we were flying out to the granddaddy, um, he was given two weeks to live. Mm. Um, so it was, it was a really rough time for me, um. And, uh, sorry if I get a little emotional, Um, (laughs) take take
2: all the time you need.
3: So, um, I remember having the discussion with him and I was like, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go. And he made me promise that I would go no matter what. And, um, I remember, um, having the discussion with him, you know, just asking him to, to hold on until I came home. Sorry. No, you're no, fine. You're okay. um, um, and I remember, you know, I it was the last day of um, of the Granddaddy. It was during singles. I had played Villardo um, after I had scared him about five times with the snake. Um, <laughs> that's where the snake came from, by the way. Um, uh, and I called my grandfather. We were on the bus back from uh, from the hideaway. And uh, I told – well, he had hung on, you know, until – he made it till about 10 days until I – after I came home. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I told him that I had won my singles match. And uh, I could tell, like, he kind of chuckled and told me he was proud of me. Um, well, he must not have so, known. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry,
2: I'm trying to lighten it up uh, a little
3: bit here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I got home. Um, you know, I, of course, I spent every day with him until he uh, took his last breath. Um, and, you know and the fact that he gave me my first club, my first Callaway club, um, he's the one that got me into golf and. The granddaddy really just took me back to why I fell in love with the sport, Um, and you know, there's, uh, I'm sure you talked about the picture of me and him um, with my granddaddy back. Um, That was the last time that I ever that I ever seen him smile was was while he was looking at those clubs. So you know, I thank you so much. Um, I'll never be able to repay Callaway and THP what you guys did for me. Um, being able to see a smile on his face one more time um, before he passed um, was, it was really, it's, it's a debt that I'll never have repaid. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of uh, the, the, the team, you know, Kev and uh, D- Clayton, DA Catalyst and Frank and Shane, Shane Wu, Shane Bot whatever <laughs> he's got, like five names, <laughs> um, You know, all of them, uh, you know, without them, which I would never would have met without the granddaddy. um, I I don't know if I, you know, it would have been a lot harder of a time for me um, than it was. Um, They had a picture of me and him blown up and sent to me. Um, They sent me a, a, you know, a framed photo of the picture of me and him that I had posted on the forum, uh, you know, saying that he was the granddad of the granddaddy. And it's just. (laughs) It's a really like big tie than a part of my life, like that I'll never ever forget.
1: Oh my gosh! I'm like, I'm, it's getting I'm it's getting a little dusty in here. here for for Lex. Uh, that's, I think I just think that's so special. Partially um, not to like bring my own self into it, but I never got to know my grandparents, so mm-hmm. to hear these kinds of stories just makes me really happy. <laughs>
2: Okay, I'll I'll go, Alex. Uh, no, I I think you know for for my end, certainly we 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 pride ourselves on on the event, but you know when you when you start to hear stories like this and and how impactful it can be on someone's life in a way beyond the little things that we deal with, you know, like, Oh, it's cool. We get to go play golf and you know, everybody gets a set of clubs and we have a great time doing it. But I think it, it it's the connection point of lives and how they are all intertwined with this great sport. Right. Like I said it earlier, we're selling things that to, to people that they don't really need. And and that's where this all comes to life. And, and everybody has some way into the game that's important and relevant for them you know, so it could be, you know, your, your grandfather or could be friends or, you know, for me, it was, it was not only my friends, but I remember the very first time that I went on a golf course and actually played golf. It was with my dad and my brother. Right. Um, And we played in the group behind my good friends and their dads and brothers, you know, things like that. So, you know, that, that to me is, was my connection into it. And, you know, if I think back, to to my life right of that that moment in time for me framed my entire life right like it's all the way down to what is my career Um, and I talk with my kids about that stuff all the time that you just never know what is going to have that connection for you in some weird way shape or form so uh, I guess bottom line we're, we're happy we were for able for whatever little part to to be a part of that um, and that you'll have that that memory to to cherish forever and and certainly you know looking back on on that moment while it was probably one of the tr- most trying moments or times in in your life to to know that there was the the happiness um, part of it as well is, is something that, that we're, we're great. And thank you so much for, for sharing that with us and everybody else because I think it is a, a really cool story. And, you know, taking the, the, the granddaddy out of it for a moment, right, right of, of just that, that connection to, to golf and life and, and what we all do is, is so great. So kind of I think let's, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about okay. – um, you know what? Let, let's talk first about what's in your bag, and then we got a few kind of rapid fire type of questions we're going to ask you here at the end. Before, and you can All go right, ahead while yeah. Lex is still trying to get the dust yeah, out of her I'm eyes. <laughs>
3: I'm really, I'm just compassionate, yeah. okay? Hey, that's a good thing. That's why we're in here together. Right? Um. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I have from top to bottom. Um, I have flash, uh, a flash, Epic flash driver um, with the even flow green uh, shaft, um, flash three wood, um, flash sub zero, five wood, um, both with uh, green even flows as well. Um, and then I have um, the standard Apex um, five through approach wedge um, with the Project X LZ95. Uh, and then I have. Um, the the new uh, Great Big Bertha 4 hybrid um, with the uh, recoil in that. Um, and then I uh, uh, have the PM grind wedges in 54 and 58. Uh, and then uh, putter, uh, I, most of the time I game the, the Stroke Lab double wide. Um, it usually never fails me.
2: I like most
3: um, of the time. Most I, of the time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, most of the time, if, if it's not the club, it's definitely the, the operator. <laughs> um, but it's so much easier to blame uh, it on the club.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. And then I have the uh, the Toulon uh, Stroke Lab Las Vegas. It's
1: a pretty strong
3: bag. And yeah. then, and then uh, as far as ball, a choice uh, of ball, that is the um, Callaway Chrome Soft X with the triple track. Nice. Um, when that came out, I, I tried that and I've I have never fell in love with a ball in one round and it's the uh, by far one of the best balls, Tee to Green.
1: Well there you go, Finley.
2: Well yeah, but he could have said the best, not one of the best. Oh my
3: gosh. Well uh, you got you got that you got your with the with the uh, the Truvis, uh which I do game those every now and then. Um uh, but I prefer the triple track.
1: Well, How many rounds of golf do you play a year do you think?
3: Um probably forty to fifty.
2: Dang. That's,
3: That's awesome. Right. That's a good number. That's a good number.
1: Yeah. Um
3: I wish it was more. Don't we all? Don't we all. Yeah.
2: We definitely
3: But with the new big job big. I get every Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, so I'll oh. definitely probably be playing some more golf.
2: There where do you I, go. Where do I sign up for that. It's yeah, of, seriously. I'm just hoping to get a Saturday and Sunday every
1: <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. I'm back. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. Um, let's do this. Let's do this rapid fire. I came up with this last night because I okay. I uh, I kind of felt like um, I mean we have our our questions that we would like to ask our a15ers, but I wanted to do something a little mm-hmm. different. Um, all okay. right, ready? Um, yep, I'm ready. Okay. Do you prefer to play nine or eighteen holes?
3: Eighteen holes.
1: The club you and win down. money with
3: is the club I win money with.
1: Yeah.
3: Probably, probably my 58-degree PM grind.
1: Nice. Uh, your drink of choice on the golf course.
3: Water, actually. Me,
1: me too. <laughs> Unless I'm at the hideaway, then it's a blueberry lemonade. There you go. Nice. All right, ben, take it home.
3: All
2: right. If you had, and this might be a good idea for the granddaddy. Okay. Maybe. If you had a walk-up song for the first tee, what would it be?
3: Oh, man. Uh, danger Zone from oh. Top Gun.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you have That's no idea one. how relevant that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll talk about it on there. <laughs> <laughs> the golf event uh, I most look forward to every year is?
3: My alumni golf event with my fraternity.
2: Yeah, you like that more than your wife's birthday, apparently. <laughs> The one thing that could make <laughs> golf even better would be.
3: Oh man, that is like a really hard question. We'll call that the ball X goes question. straight every time.
2: Okay, yeah, I'm with you. Although people would be less interested in finding a new club that goes longer and straighter, so that would be bad uh, for that's us. True. That wouldn't
1: be as good. Um. Well, cool. Uh. So. That's that's really that's all we have. Unless you would like to stay on and talk to us about the World Series, really quick. Cause that's what we're that's what we're finishing with. Are you a baseball guy? Uh, I
3: I am. Um, I'm a big Braves fan. Okay. Um, so sorry about I, it. I haven't followed the World <laughs> Series too much. Um,
1: you still not watching? I mean, obviously, but the nah. Nationals being in it, it doesn't make it as fun for a Braves fan to watch at all.
3: I actually don't get to watch a lot of TV. Um, You know, we were talking about my daughter with her having her national title with uh, Mini Miss Cosmo's United States and her dance and uh, preparing for the Nutcracker. She just had a um, a Halloween recital this last weekend, so um, I don't get to watch too terribly much TV. If it is, it's usually the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon.
1: That sounds about right. That's a good dad. Well, Scott, we'll let you go. Um, Thank you so much for calling in and talking to us.
3: Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I hope you guys have a blessed day.
2: Thanks, Scott. Thanks for for sharing everything, and and thanks for all your support.
1: And your service.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you.
3: All right. Bye. Bye.
1: All right, well, um, another successful A15. Sorry you had to carry so much of that, Finley.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All it takes is a little look over here and figure out the, like, uh oh, I I better, this is going south. (laughs) It's not
1: not like I wear my emotions on my face
2: or anything. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No no one knew what was happening.
1: Nobody. um, Unless you're watching YouTube, then, you know, you might have seen a little bit of a red eye. I just, you know, I care.
2: Yeah, I'm, no, I'm with you. And for me, it's, it is a very cool story, and you know obviously you you're I was a part of it when it mm-hmm. was all happening, and you know you you feel for the the situation, um, but you also see kind of how powerful kind of something that you're involved in can be and and for me, there's been a couple moments along the way um with the granddaddy in particular where I've kind of had that thought to myself of like wow what we're doing here is really really cool i mean mm-hmm. it, i know it's cool and you know it's a it's a great thing that we're able to do but it's That's it's special. it's like that kind of thing that kind of turns it from okay yeah i know why we do this to that is why we do mm-hmm. it and uh that was a great example and and even you know i i tell the story of the the first the very first year and uh sitting on the bus talking to uh i don't remember if it was greg dan or dan greg or whatever it was he had two (laughs) first names and that was his username um but you know we were just talking about each other and you know life and what we did and you know he he was talking about how this that event you know was life-changing for him and something that he will never get to experience otherwise and you know you you become first very appreciative for like I get to be involved in that every year mm-hmm. and you know I get to do things like this um but you also realize like okay this is a really cool thing that that we get to be a part of and I think it it all it always for me comes back to right what we do every day which mm-hmm. is you know having fun and going to work with something that we're so passionate about which is really cool so yeah. um hearing those kind of stories you know always makes the uh what feels often times very difficult Mm -hmm. um very cool at the same time so
1: and i think it's really easy to forget that like pretty much one of the best parts about golf is quality time right like it's not really it's it is you know a skill thing but like when you're really thinking about it it's it's four solid hours or so of time with somebody and that's what scott had with his grandpa and Mm -hmm. that's like that's just that's cool. really special. Yep. that's very cool. Um, all right, wrapping up a little bit tonight's first. Well, tomorrow night, but tonight, for the sake of those listening on Tuesday, is um game six, game six of the World Series in Houston. I was watching last night. My cable seems to be having problems. It keeps like glitching out, and it's really frustrating. Mm. However, however, there was like a chance in the second inning that um, that the Nats were gonna like have a shot at it and then the bats for the Astros just like went off. It was crazy. They had 3 two-run homers.
2: Really? See. Yeah. This is I think I can't tell you the last time that I watched less of the World Series. What? I have not watched one pitch. What? Not one.
1: Oh, well you got to watch game 6. Game 6 is so much fun whenever they make it to 6.
2: Kind of how it's just so boring.
1: On that note,
2: and I have other (laughs) things going on in my life that are, you know, kind of like we were talking about, like kids and stuff like that, that uh, that are a little more important.
1: I was going to make a really snarky remark about myself.
2: Bring it I'm on. Not, no, I'm, Bring not, it I'm on. not
1: going to do it. I'm not going to do it because that'll sound like I'm unhappy and that's not true. I'm very happy. Um, you want me
2: to do it for you? No,
1: <laughs> no don't. Um, okay. On a much lighter note and wrapping the ship show up, open auditions for Jeff's co-hosts start on Thursday.
2: So, I, I, have I missed my calendar invite for this? Huh? or
1: I have not scheduled it. Okay. I'm not really sure. Am I going to get a
2: shot? Huh? Am I yeah, going to get a shot? Yeah, everybody's
1: going to get a shot. Even I'm going to get a shot. Mm-hmm. And then they'd hear a lot of either you or me. But that's okay, because we're delightful. Like when we, like in our task bandaging software, when you add extra delight. Yeah. Yeah. That's Is that like
2: making. when the unicorn pops yeah. up or yeah. the kitty or whatever yeah. it was? Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Kitties, unicorns, narwhals, all of them. Anyways. Open auditions for Jeff's co-host. If you have a thought about who should be Jeff's co-host, you can email us at callawaygolf.com or call us at 760-804-4653. Until then, we'll see you next
0: time on The Ship Show.